Looking for a way to keep your kids or grandkids entertained? Just tell your smart speaker to play Vision Kids Radio. Vision Kids! Problem solved. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. A different way of talking today about the Bible and issues to do with the end of the age. And as you know, there are lots of perspectives on current events and how they relate to the biblical end times. Well, a conversation today about celebrations or Old Testament feasts on the annual Jewish calendar that bring into focus end times through Jewish eyes. Pastor Enoch Lavender has Hebrew and Jewish roots. He writes regular articles about current events and he's pastoral leader of Shalom Israel and serves on the board of Teach All Nations, so many of us familiar with the ministry of Dr. Camille Majdali. So Pastor Enoch Lavender joining us. Enoch, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's a pleasure to uh, be with you. Enoch, typically, as I understand it, there are something like seven feasts that are outlined in the Old Testament book of Leviticus. Uh, Which ones do you like to focus on most? Uh, That's a great question. And uh, you could say, traditionally, as I'll be reading through the Bible and get to Leviticus, I'm beginning to struggle to understand what this is all about. It's it's hard for us from a non-Jewish background to to understand all these details about the temple service and so on. However, as I've gained friends within the Jewish community, in particular Jews who believe in Jesus, I've come to gain an understanding of the lifestyle set in motion for the Jewish people by God himself. In Leviticus 23, there are seven different feasts laid out, and each of them carry a tremendous prophetic message, which we can see relating to both the New Testament and even to our lives today. It starts with Passover, which, as many of your listeners will already be familiar with, points and portrays the picture of the Lamb of God who one day would come and take away the sins of the world. And so Passover is the foundation and the starting point of these feasts and points beautifully to the sacrifice of Jesus for us as the innocent one dying on our behalf to set us free. So that is definitely the most important and foundational feast to focus on. So how do these feasts, and you mentioned Passover, that's perhaps the one most of us are familiar with, but how do these relate, do you think, to New Testament Christian believers? So as as New Testament Christians, in our our cycle of year-by-year celebrations. We remember the birth of Christ at Christmas, and that's a wonderful time. We remember his, his death, burial, and resurrection at Easter, and that is really important. However, there is more to the story of Jesus and our faith than just his birth, death, and resurrection. And in these seven feasts, there is a prophetic preview, not just of his sacrificed for us at Passover and his resurrection, but also of his return. And so every year as the Jewish people go through these celebrations, they are being reminded of the sacrificed lamb, but also being instructed to prepare their hearts for the day when the trumpet will sound and judgment begins to come on this earth. And the importance of being ready to meet one's 
one's maker in that day and in that hour. If we're putting some sort of order in place or an understanding of how things build on the foundations, sometimes we might think, I guess, of Passover, uh, foreshadowing Jesus' first coming, Pentecost, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. What about the other feasts? What comes next? Uh, What's most important to be thinking about? So it's... Fascinating to notice that Passover was prophetically foreshadowing Jesus' first coming and it was fulfilled on the day and on the hour by Jesus himself as a Passover lamb. Pentecost was already celebrated for 1,500 years before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts. And again, it was pointing to that day and it happened on that day and on that time. After those celebrations on the Jewish calendar, there is a pause. There is a break with nothing happening for a period of time until we get into the autumn or the fall feast. And the first one listed on the calendar, which comes up, is the Feast of Trumpets. And it is exclusively set aside for sounding the trumpet. But the sound of the trumpet, or the shofar as it's known in Hebrew, is not just a, a musical instrument, but it brings a warning, a warning of judgment and a wake-up call to be ready because we're entering a time of preparation for his return. And so as the Jewish people go through and prepare themselves for the day when the trumpet will sound, every single year on their calendar, they'll have a time of repentance of seeking to get their hearts right with God and man. And I believe this gives us a picture as New Testament believers, because we too are waiting for the day when the trumpet will, will sound. We too are waiting for the day when he will return and he will bring us to be with him. But in the lead up to that, it is so important that our hearts are right, not just with God, but also with our fellow believers and with our fellow man. And that's where it gets tricky. Sometimes there's offense, there's different issues going on. But God wants us to be right in our relationships, to deal with it as best as we can from where we stand so that we are ready for his return. We are ready when the trumpet sounds. Because when the trumpet sounds, there's no going back. So when we have this break between Passover and Pentecost, the idea that you wait and a little later in the year, There's this Feast of Trumpets. There's some others that happen roughly around the same time or just hot on the heels of the Feast of Trumpets, Uh, the Feast of Atonement, the Feast of Tabernacles. What sort of meaning do they bring to us, Enoch? So the the Feast of Trumpets uh, is the only feast on the calendar that doesn't have a set time. So there is a slight uncertainty in terms of when it is to happen, One has to wait for witnesses to confirm the beginning of the new moon phase, the sighting of the first slip of the new moon in the sky, and then the trumpet sounds. So there's an uncertainty around exactly when it happens. However, once that has occurred and the trumpets have blown, then nine days later on the calendar is what is known as the Day of Atonement. And it is the holiest day on the Jewish calendar when the entire nation, even atheists, will fast and pray on that day. Today, in modern Israel, about 60% of the population will fast and pray, even though not that many are believers, 
just in case this is the day when God himself will encounter and deal with the nation of Israel. So my understanding as to what this begins to portray for us in the end times is that there is first a time when the trumpet will sound, and that is very relevant for us as, as believers. But there's also coming a day, a day when God has an appointment with the Jewish people to bring them back into relationship with himself. And so on this day, in preparation, in prophetic pointing to what's going to happen, whole nation fast and pray, and everything is put aside as they're seeking him. And finally, is a, the Feast of Tabernacles, which is the most joyful celebration throughout the whole calendar. And there is a joy that relates to having gone through a process of repentance, having gone through a process of being restored to God, where we as the church, where Israel and the Jewish people are restored and in right relationship with him, and his goal, his desire, is to dwell among us. And so tabernacles, I believe, is a picture of the time when he will come and he will dwell among his people again like he did in the Garden of Eden. And that is in a time of tremendous joy. And so every year on their celebration, the picture here of this joy that we will enter into one day in his presence, but it only comes process of repentance and coming back to God, being in right relationship with him, and then we can enter in to the joy of the Lord. Of course, uh, some Christians try to separate Old Testament times with the children of Israel uh, to New Testament Christianity. And so we observe Easter and Christmas, uh, Ascension Day, uh, Pentecost sometimes, uh, and of course, awareness of these biblical celebrations can deepen our awareness of what God is doing. So if we're adopting some of this understanding from these Old Testament feasts into our current way of thinking about things, this is only going to enrich us, isn't it, Enoch? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I grew up in the church uh, and just I'm used to the, the normal Christian celebrations and I love and enjoy them and they really point us to the foundations of our faith. However, as I began to encounter and learn from Jews who believe in Jesus, my own personal faith was so enriched and it began to draw together the dots of the Old Testament and the New Testament and it all being one and the same God who we serve, who hasn't changed his mind from the old to the new, but remains the same. He is faithful and he hasn't changed. And it began to enrich my understanding and also help me better understand even the teachings of Jesus and the practices of Jesus in his time. So if I had anything I could say to your listeners is I would encourage them to, to learn more about these celebrations and that will help them in their personal faith and their personal understanding of Jesus as our Messiah. Well, we have Old Testament and New Testament, but it is one Bible. When we talk about Judeo-Christian faith, we're talking about Old and New Testaments. And sometimes the way we contend to want to separate Old from New leaves us with the New, but not with all the substance that's needed to understand all of those things that we understand from the New Testament. Let me point people to uh, some resources that are available. You can check out those resources in the Vision Store from Pastor Enoch Lavender. 
And Pastor Enoch has his own site as well. It's pastorenoch.com.au. But there are teaching articles on Pastor Enoch's website and there are resources available in Vision Store at vision.org.au. Enoch, just great getting your insights. Thanks so much for joining us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's been a blessing. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.